Galaxy Lights, Coachella, Lightning Bolt Necklaces. 2023 was the year of Scandaval. On March 3rd, one cheating scandal launched a reality TV investigation that generated hundreds of conspiracy theories, thousands of podcast episodes, and millions of dollars in revenue. I'm Jody Walker, host of An American Scandaval. One retrospective story told in three salacious parts. Listen December 26th on the Ringer Reality Feed. It's the Full Go, presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filtered by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every, that's right, every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser, but I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC Pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Chicago everywhere. Check it. It's not enough Chicago. We just don't have enough Chicago people. Jason Goff is here. Well, I'm at Full Go. The Full Go Podcast. The Full Go. Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks. Our man, Jason Goff. Three times a week with Jason Goff. His mood is elevated. He is feeling good. Jason, I'm loving the Full Go. Love the Full Go. The Full Go. The Full Go. Welcome to Full Go with Jason Goff. That is what I'm talking about. Talking about. What up, world? You're listening to The Full Go with Jason Goff, presented by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Yeah. This is perfect. This is perfect because I had I had an argument on wild on super wild card weekend with mm-hmm. Twitter people that I didn't even think would be an argument. AB and, and uh-huh. we made it so bad I, I had to put the phone down. Like, wait a minute, I'm sounding like Alex a little too much. Let me chill. Let me chill. Let me chill. Because listen, listen. If there's only four or five of them in the league. And you know who mm-hmm. I'm talking about when I say this. Yes. If there's yes. only four or five of them in the league, why the fuck are we acting like everybody got one of them then? Thank you. <laughs> like, like we have taken, and, and the people who talk about basketball in this way where it's like, uh, everybody's shooting threes. Well, yeah, the game has gotten to the point where it is a three-point shootout. And, you know, the post players are few and far between. Hell, I couldn't wait to watch Jokic and Embiid tonight to make it, yes. to, to, to take it back to my ch- childhood when there was seven, <laughs> eight of those dudes <laughs> in the league, where it was Pat Ewan, David Robinson, Shaquille O'Neal, Akeem Olajuwon, mm-hmm. Rick Smith, like 
every morning. team had morning. Every team mm-hmm. had one. And you yep. knew the different styles of play were going. Like it was like a boxing match every night. Football used to be that way for me too. And for whatever reason, and I won't say whatever reason, because we already know. The score went up one year and people looked around like, wait a minute, we could we can actually litigate this into the game. Like I look at some of these passing stats and I and I mm-hmm. and I and I laugh because I'm gonna tell you right now, when Warren Moon was throwing for thirty four hundred yards, it was different than when Sam Howell yes. is throwing for thirty four hundred yards. Because Agreed. Warren Moon had Hayward Jeffries, Ernest Givens, and Drew Hill getting their ass beat off the line of scrimmage all the way up the field. Now yes. after five yards, you can't <laughs> touch nobody. Now, can't touch them. And now who in the last time you seen somebody get massacred across uh, across the middle of the field that wasn't a tight end that wasn't a tight end right, right. so the, the the wide receivers just run across the middle of the field unencumbered and i'm not saying mm-hmm. it's a bad thing but all i'm saying is and 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 pay attention y'all because somebody's gonna get their feelings hurt on this one <laughs> anytime the nerds enter the fun leaves whether it be the party, whether it be a dorm room, whether it be baseball, whether it be football. <laughs> Anytime the nerves get in, and I'm not talking about smart people, because smart people could be cool. I'm talking about the people who like, oh, this is the best way to do this thing most efficiently all the time. And it's like, hey, man, we just trying to drink with these girls. We just trying to, you know what I'm saying? This is, yeah, I know you can, I know you know how to get us drunk faster, quicker, and yes. more expeditiously, but we just Correct. trying to hang out with these ladies and you scaring the hogs. All yes. I know is when I watch football now, I'm watch. I saw Nick Mullins throw 44 times in the final week of an NFL season. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like yep. I, I'm, I'm used to seeing Styles make the fight, and the game has kind of officiated and ruled out. Okay, if you ain't got that dude, guess what you're gonna have to do? You gonna have to move somebody off the line of scrimmage. Yes, you're gonna have to block and tackle your way to a win. And when Joe Flacco is having his redemption song and all of a sudden the Texans go, Mm-mm, no more of that. Mm-hmm. We coming after you and you're going to give up that ball twice for sixes. Yep. All I'm asking is if you know, you ain't got that guy, why put that guy in that position over and over and over and over and over again and expect different results? And now I know mm-hmm. you might say this is what you've been saying the last couple of years with Justin Fields, and that's and that's why I stopped tweeting when I did because I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, I'm setting myself up for danger. But the the variance in styles in football it has become basketball and baseball like where it's like, all right, I know it's either going to be a strikeout, a walk, or a home run, and I know it's going to be a three pointer or a dunk. Like there, there's no, it's not the, the the product is substandard. We've had six playoff games in this weekend. One of them was good. One yes. of them. I think because you everybody's looking for that guy. Everybody's looking for that guy because just like we saw this weekend, we like to look at like as a Bears, and we're talking about the Bears as a Bears team. Our Chicago Bears, on, on one of the publications I was looking at earlier today and yesterday, they um, our offensive line is ranked 23rd, 22nd, 23rd. Houston's offensive line is ranked 19th. What makes them so much better? Everybody keeps talking about getting protection, but a damn quarterback makes them better. You know who else's offensive line is right around that range, like 17? Tampa Bay. Dallas. I'm sorry, not Dallas, um, Green Bay. Green Bay offensive line is right around the same area. Yeah. Um, the Phillies offensive line is actually 
number two, and I want to say, or are they number one, and then Detroit is number two. So there's different ways you can do it. If you got that dude, which I think golf is a good player. Everybody yeah. and their mom thinks yeah. golf played. Decent. He played out of his mind last year. So, okay, he had a great year for golf, but he ain't no C.J. Stroud. He's not a Mahomes. He's not any of these guys. So you need to have more around him for him to do well. But C.J., I've been, I've been barking up this tree all year that nobody, and hey, if you if you listening to this, tweet me, X me. I don't know how that goes right, down, right, but right, 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 right. tweet me <laughs> and let me know that you drafted from day one Nico Collins or Bale mm. from um, mm. from Houston. Yeah. One of their position yeah, players. Tankdale. Because we yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. they had good position <laughs> players. Nobody knew that. CJ brought them boys out. I was like, wait, y'all need to look at my guys because we got some boys here. And that's what a gr- that's what a, a real quarterback looked like. I came out on the last game, Green Bay. We got beat by Green Bay, and I came out and said, "I want one of them. I want, I want one of those guys that we just watched on the other side making all the throws, seeing one on one, seeing man coverage, knowing where he's going with the ball, being able to hold it to the last second because he doesn't have he can throw from any arm angle." Like, I want that guy that can do this. And if, if we get it wrong, we get it wrong. But we got to keep trying to get it right. You can't just sit still in this league because not that you can't win. You can go back over the years and say, well, Seattle won with defense. Tampa Bay won in 2002 with defense. The Bears won in 06. The Ravens always win with defense. So, yes, there are teams that win with defense. But – when Drew Brees was at the New Orleans Saints, they were always relevant. When Aaron Rodgers was, all, was at Green Bay, they were always relevant. You know what I mean? Like, their down year back in when it was 16 games was 8-8. Eight eight. When you don't have a quarterback, your down year, you got number one pick. You got number two pick in the draft. That's a down year for you because you don't have that guy. When you look at Peyton Manning and you look at what happened to that Indianapolis team when he went down, where they drafted Andrew Luck because they got the number one pick. That's what a top quarterback can do for you. They can they can mask a lot of a lot of problems on your team. See, and I'm not even saying when solely with defense, Alex. I'm talking about the fact that figure out how you're supposed to win when you don't have that guy until you get him. Until you develop them, to see the the, the the issue, and and maybe <clears throat> you know maybe a, a better orator would would phrase it more correctly or clearly clarify it for people out there. But I, when I watch these teams, and I'm watching quarterbacks that I know aren't that guy. Well, let's figure out a way to 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 mask this until he gets developed, or you find that dude. You know, mm-hmm. everybody talk about Sean McVay, like all his shit didn't come from the power run game. Like he didn't inherit Todd Gurley in his last two seasons of health and and build an offense off of that. 
And then mm-hmm. he just started, you know, piping in running backs here and there. Now he got Kyron Williams running around and, and, and bowling over everybody. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you need to run the ball 40 times a game, right? Because I used to love hearing people, well, the teams that run the ball 35 times plus or this, this. Well, if you run the ball 35 times straight or, or 35 times in a game, that means you probably got a lead, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you probably got a defense that's getting their ass off the field and you controlling no the clock, right? So yep. it, it, it's, it's, you know, it, it's... It's a, it's a problem for me, though, when we were putting these quarterbacks in positions where it's like, okay, you got to go out here. Dak Prescott was playing well all season long, and then he played against three teams that kicked his ass on the line of scrimmage, and he lost all three of those games. And you mean to tell me you're going to go into that game against the Green Bay Packers? And then they got outcoached. They got outcoached. All of mm-hmm. a sudden, he started seeing man when it was zone and zone when it was man. He throwing into triple cover. He throwing into team meetings, and it's like, okay, maybe he doesn't have it, right? Or maybe the big games getting because let's face it, I heard Bomani talking about. It. He made a terrific point. Tell me why Dak Prescott had a fourth round grade. Nobody still can. This man was all SEC two years in a row. He took the Mississippi State Bulldogs to the Orange Bowl. He got them to the number one uh, uh, AP position overall for a couple weeks. I know Dan Mullen's offense might, you know, put a little some little stain on that because of the Tebow factor and people are like I don't know, right? But. Tell me why Dak Prescott wasn't the first or second round quarterback. There's got to be a reason why. So if we get to this point where we're talking about pedigree and all of a sudden in the biggest moments, in the biggest games, when it's time for you to win, you're going to put the ball 40 times in his hands and say, go win the ball game? Or did you not know to do that and then look back at, oh, wait a minute, hold on. This thing looked a lot different when Ezekiel Elliott was healthy and Tony Pollard was supposed to be the next big thing until football happened and he started to get hit like a a, a bell cow mm-hmm. running back and he don't look the same. And oh, by mm-hmm. the way, you got a defense that's made for a fast track out there, but uh, the three times we saw them get ran over is by the Philadelphia Eagles, the Buffalo Bills, and the San Francisco 49ers. Pretty physical offenses. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying you got to go back to the to three yards in a cloud of dust days. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is when you know you don't have that guy, let me see your coach. Let me see what y'all been doing all year long for this moment, for this moment where it's like, okay, if we can't throw the ball every down, mm-hmm. can we move you? Like, can we play football? Can we mm-hmm. like too much is given. And, and if you ain't got those four or five guys, Either you're trying to fool yourself into believing you got one or you're acting like, you know, he can't throw the football at all. It's like, where's the middle ground? Like, where's the variance? Where, where, are, the, where are the coaches? That's why Jim Harbaugh looked the way he looked on the professional level. And man, took Colin Kaepernick. The first time I'd ever seen the pistol was at the University of Nevada when Colin was a starter there. It's the first time I'd seen the pistol. Okay? He took Colin Kaepernick and on the same field with Aaron Rodgers, made him look like the better quarterback in that in that uh, NFC divisional game. Made him look like the better quarterback. So what are we talking about here? You don't have to have Warren Moon. You don't have to have Jim Kelly. You don't have to have a Hall of Famer. Now, it's going to make it harder to win uh, over the course of time. But let me just see what kind of football you can play if your quarterback is having an off day or if you got a team across the way that you know, hey, it's going to be tough out here. We got to make it tougher for them. And I just don't see that enough. I don't see, I don't need a commitment to the running game. I just need a commitment to different styles, if that's making any sense. We'll be back with more of the full goal with Jason Goff. After a word from our sponsors. 
After an incredible NFL Super Wild Card weekend, we're on to the divisional round. For these teams, it's win or go home, but you'll always have a spot in the playoffs with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W this weekend. In what should be the game of the weekend, the Chiefs are visiting the Bills. It's going to be inclement weather. It's going to be nasty. It's going to have that old school playoff feel. Two great quarterbacks going at it. We like... And when I say we, it's the casual betting brothers, because I want to put this on them if I am wrong. Uh, Bills minus two and a half. And then we got two anytime touchdown scores for you. James Cook has been running with a reckless abandon that we all appreciate here because we like variants here on the full go. So we got James Cook as an anytime touchdown score and Travis Kelsey as an anytime touchdown score, because we all know Travis Kelsey has to score a touchdown to keep this whole bit going with you know who in the background. All right. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's our three legs, same game parlay. Bills minus two and a half. James Cook and Travis Kelsey is anytime touchdown scores. So if you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. New customers get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash full go. That's FanDuel.com slash F-U-L-L-G-O. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus best that expires seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. I, I tell you, I can't help but get back to golf. What the people, the, the, the players are changing. The players are over the years, the players are changing who they are. They're not as tough as they used to be. So the coaches got to be tougher on them. Players don't want that. A lot of players don't want that. So you got to bring in the guys that want that. You see, you see what Campbell doing up there? Campbell doing at Detroit. Listen, a tough team. I'm talking about like tough. He didn't blink an eye when. His quite possibly his second, eh, I mean, it's, I guess it's, it, it's top, one of his top three players in Laporta goes down in that last game. And everybody asking him, why didn't you sit him? Man, we play football, man. We're trying to win. And that's how he is, period. That's how he is. He is, I'm, I'm in, a, in a room full of coaches. He's looked at as a stepchild. He don't look like a coach. He don't act like a coach. He, he a he's head. like a yeah, like he yes. <laughs> but he to the players is, though. He is the epitome of toughness, and he gonna get your team. They gonna like him at first. The thing that has to happen, the thing that has to happen is they have to win. Because when you win, then the players buy in and they don't give a shit. It don't matter. I don't care how hard we work if we gonna win. So when it flipped last year. Very similar to what happened to us with Lovey Smith. We came out his second year, we were one and three, and it flipped, and we won seven games in a row. Detroit did the same thing last year. It was just, he was pounding them, pounding them, pounding them that first year, that uh, first and second year, and that third year. It just flipped on. It was like, whoa, hold on. This shit actually works. And now you add some. Add some home run ability in there. Add another tough guy in Montgomery. Add um, Jameer Gibbs. Now you're like, whoa, hold on. 
Arama St. Brown, like, this, this dude, just tough receiver. Hey, but damn, where you getting the ball at? He don't care. He's just tough. Just He just gets after. LaPorter comes in. He's the, the phenom rookie that just do whatever, you know? Like, you, you, you build a team, but you got to build it from day one, and they got to understand this is how it is. Like, in 04, our last game of the, of the season, I think it was Houston we played. I think it was Houston. Whatever the last game of the season was for 04, because we are practicing like it is the first week of the season. <laughs> The first week, we in pads. I'm like, we are 4 and 11. Like, what? We're 4 and 12. Like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> what? Like, you trying we, to get me hurt before the season over? Seriously, like, everybody, I already got my flight book. Like, I'm getting out. What we doing here? You trying, man, I, I'm not trying to be laid up hurt in the damn training room next week. Like, but we are, like, it is, it was teaching a toughness. And once you got that, and once you know, like, that is what's expected, then you just go for it. Dallas ain't got that. They don't have that toughness. It's that when they, when you, when they get punched in the face, it's a wrap for them. They're they in trouble. But when you, but the front runners, that was my, that was my dad used to call them, they front runners. When everything going good, yeah, they, they out there, they doing their thing. When shit hits the fan, I need some grinders. I need some guys that can get in the foxhole with me and they willing to do whatever. But that comes from, I think that comes from coaching, but I think in a different sense than what a lot of people talk about because they think about scheming. Regardless of what the scheme is, and this is on the field, Jay, this on the field, Erlacher, Ron Rivera call a play, Erlacher cuss everybody out. Shut the fuck up. I don't give a fuck what he said. It doesn't matter. We make him right. All right. I don't really know how we're going to do that if we don't think the play right, but shit. All right, we're going to do that. It don't matter what they do. You got to execute the play. No matter what he called, you got to execute the play. If you execute it, it'll work, period. Like, it will work. So it's when somebody gets beat. Somebody will get beat, whether that's on the offensive line. If the coach calls the right play and the offensive line, like, one of them get beat, well, that's, that's a fucked up play because the offensive line got beat, not because it wasn't the right play. It wasn't executed properly, you know? So, like, this is what happens in a game, and people, they like, they just look past it. Like, why the hell would you call that play? Well, fuck, if that double reverse would have went for an 89-yard touchdown, everybody would be talking about how, what a great call. Like, no, like, when a receiver, when a quarterback throws a ball in the double coverage, it's a stupid throw, regardless if he catches it or not. It doesn't matter. It's a dumb decision. Sometimes the guy catches it, sometimes intercepted, but it only gets magnified if it's inter- if it's intercepted. Mm-hmm. Then they magnify it mm-hmm. and they act like, oh man, he shouldn't have did that. He shouldn't have did it the time he completed it the, for the couple times, you know. So like that, like it has it has to stay consistent. And the coaches, I think they get a lot of blame, and that's undeserving. And then they get a lot of things that people say, oh well, yeah, he's great because it is like. Bill Belichick, like, she's not, fuck, man. Ain't how Tom Brady, his ass wouldn't even be considered in the top three or top two, I guess. Yeah. If he ain't how Tom Brady. Right. And he lucked up into him. He didn't pick him. He didn't, it ain't like he was like, yep, that's my guy. No, 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 no. You had your $100 million guy in Bledsoe who you tried and wanted to put back in. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like, yeah. like, no. 
If Mo Lewis hadn't separated him from his soul, it would be a whole <laughs> different talk in Boston. Yes. Whole different absolutely. talk. A whole different absolutely. talk. Uh, speaking of coaching, you know, mm. if there was any short thing this playoffs and, you know, we, the casual betting brothers was all over this, yep. it was that Philadelphia Eagles, Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. Mm-hmm. The last three weeks of the season, them boys looked like they was ready to go home. Jalen Hurts was banged up. Uh, now mm-hmm. I find it so amazing, dog. I find it hilarious. And not even funny anymore because, you know, it's, it's kind of fucked up what you guys go through on this level. But last year, Jalen Hurts was being celebrated as the stoic, humble leader. And now, 48 hours ago, I'm hearing that Jalen Hurts doesn't care enough. He He's too quiet. He's, uh, you know, Philadelphia is out here burning his jersey. The, the post-game show, <laughs> you think the football after show got sauce for people. I saw clips from the post-game show where some some fat white dude is sitting there on the desk saying that Jalen Hurts might not be the right quarterback for this team going forward. And I'm sitting here like, wait wow. a minute. I just watched the Super Bowl last year where he was the best quarterback on the field. Okay, mm-hmm. and that was with Patrick yep. Mahomes on that field. He was the yep. best. He was the best quarterback on the field. Now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, because his finger is dislocated and your line is kind of banged up, and AJ Brown is looking at Devontae Smith like, you know what, 114 balls ain't enough. I needed 125. Like, this is the shit that happens when teams are successful. You know, we always talk about them ascending. Like, oh, they just getting started, or, or. Everybody get the trappings of winning and everybody yep. look around and go, oh, you know what? This offseason about to be a breeze. I want a Super Bowl. I don't need to do the shit that I did last year. They come into this year. They win 10 out of their first 11. The last seven games, they looked like a team that belonged in the top five in terms of the draft order. So that thing mm-hmm. wasn't hard to tell. Have you, have you ever been on a team that you knew was cooked or have you played against a team where you looked at your boys, you looked to your left and right, like, oh, no, 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 these, these, these boys ready to go home? Because from, from, from the opening kickoff, Baker Mayfield had their number. Tristan mm-hmm. Wolves had their number. Like, that, that Tampa Bay team, which, you know, some st- there's some talent still left on that team. Like, Antoine oh, Winfield yeah. Jr. is a baller. Like, they got for some sure. talent on that squad. Levante David, one of my favorite linebackers for the last decade. But yes. have you ever seen a squad where you're like, okay, we we know we know it's only going to be one or two hits in this game before everybody start to curve up a little bit. I, I've actually no, I, I've actually not been on a team like that because when when I was on teams that curled up and was done, hell, we were sorry as hell. So it wasn't like we were talented and good. <laughs> the expectations weren't like high. That. <laughs> Correct, like it just we weren't good. So <laughs> hey, like it wasn't like we were we were. It, it's not tanking if you're actually sorry. <laughs> it's not. Like, <laughs> we were bad. Like, like, hey, go so, ahead and keep all the starters out there if we want this pick. <laughs> we, we fine. <laughs> we good. <laughs> so, but, but with Hurts, like, think about, like, go, go to the year before that. Like, the year before they made that run, people wanted to replace him then. And then he, ran, then he went to the Super Bowl, they paid him, and now... Oh, they're back. They're just back to where they were. Uh, less than two, like full calendar years. How does that happen? Like you can't, like you can't, you, you can't get all them all pros and all them Pro Bowls and all them accolades, and then all of a sudden, for the, something, something happened. And, well, and I I'm just waiting lost. to hear something. Something happened in that locker room, man. That I, seven I think they weeks lost now. Players. I thought they. I think they lost. 
I, I bet you, if you looked at that roster, as much as we think it's the same, I bet you it's different. Yeah. And yeah. it's yeah. it's the backup guys. It's um when, yeah, Jalen Hurts having a dislocated finger, sure, hell yeah. But that offense is rolling pretty good. That that defense looks suspect all year. They they didn't, it wasn't the last seven games. They look bad all year. Shout out to Matt they, Patricia who keep getting gigs, by the way. Yes, goodness. And probably well, he wait a minute, didn't he take over? Did Patricia take over for Desai? Mm-hmm. Like he, during the season. Matt Patricia went so, Matt Patricia went from an offensive coordinator that he shouldn't have been to a defensive coordinator that he shouldn't have been. <laughs> Calling the play. Like a real, <laughs> like we're we gonna let you call the plays and decide, hey, you know what? You go upstairs and we don't want you to say nothing. Wait a minute, <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Am I still the D coordinator? Like, yeah, you still the D coordinator. Just mouth it. Just mouth it. We, you ain't going to have Correct. no mic. You just Correct. just just say something to somebody and then Correct. we'll we'll try to match it up. Okay, so so maybe so maybe there was some 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 uh, some issues in that like in that in that front office because like you don't you don't do that stuff. You either fire the guy, like you don't take a guy's job away that you this what you hired him for, and you take his job away and give it to somebody else. And now he almost okay, I'm your boss, but you listen to me. Like, wait, like, hold on, but I listen to you. Like, that's that's weird. Like, that's crazy. That that don't work. Um, I've never actually heard of it on on a football field. Never heard of it. Where the the if 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 the D coordinator's not calling the play, he's off the team. Or maybe, maybe the head coach took over calling the plays. I've heard of that. But not somebody else like below him calling the plays and he's still on the team. I ain't never heard of that. So yeah, I mean they're they're a super talented team. I wouldn't be shocked though if they get healthy. I mean, with Kelsey gone, I think they're gonna have to replace him. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they're back in the mix uh, next year. They're a super talented team, and they got a lot of players. They like, let's be honest, they broke the sack record last year. They didn't. They they didn't look anything like that team this year. Nothing, like nothing like it. So when you're when you're not the same, you're not the same. Like you got your D coordinator. He he getting calls in in season. Everybody talking about him getting a head coaching job. He finna bounce. He gone. So he gonna get a job somewhere. Um. Players are different. I mean, this, I don't know. We're going to, we're going to, I actually was thinking about, um, I was actually thinking about Dallas right there. My bad. I was thinking about the Dallas on um, no, DC. No, uh, that's no, going to no. get a. Dan Quinn. Yeah, he about to get a game. Yeah, Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. Quinn going to get a job somewhere. But yeah. Philly, um, Philly had all the damn, he, they had all the sacks last year. And they just didn't have that same production uh, this year. So you mentioned Bill Belichick. And, uh, yeah. you know, I know when I think Bill Belichick, I think the city of Atlanta. I, I You know, they, they, they go together <laughs> like peas in a pod to me. Um, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, this this thing, you, you talk about, I, I just, football is so amazing to me sometimes. Um, they tweeted out, their, their team, official team Twitter page, 
said, we have interviewed Bill Belichick. These are the same folks last year when asked in a uh -huh. press conference, hey, uh, you, anybody kicking the tires on Lamar Jackson? No, we have not. And no, we are not looking forward to. <laughs> we, are, we are all about the collusion. I mean, we are all about the quarterbacks that are in our, our stable. Like, that's an event town, man. Like, Atlanta, yes. I love Atlanta. Okay, I, I, I took for two years, 22 months, I was in Atlanta having a ball, enjoying <laughs> myself and dying all at the same time. Uh, I, I was, I saw a team basketball wise who damn good team, right? But best player was Paul Millsap. And I'm gonna tell y'all right now, Paul Millsap and Atlanta ain't one in the same. You, you gotta either have something electrifying, something that don't look like anything else in the city. Like that's an event town. How the hell is the most boring man in all of sports gonna electrify a fan base to the point where it's like, you know what? I can't wait to go watch a Bill Belichick coach team. I can't wait to hear these press conferences. Cause let's be, Let's, let's keep it 100, too. Bill Belichick is the reason why Bill Belichick has lost so many games these last few years because Bill yes. Belichick has been picking bad players now for going, yeah, <laughs> going on for about yes. seven, eight years. He just had number 12 covering up a lot of yes. shit. Like, like he's been picking the wrong dude for yep. a while now, man. So, you know, at what point yes, are we, at what point are we just, you know, okay with a dude just riding off into the sunset if he need to, because this, I mean, this ain't going to work, I think. Think about, think about this, though. Think about who is interviewing him in Atlanta. You got Fondo, mm. right? And you got Ryan Pace. Okay, these cats come from come from uh, New Orleans, mm -hmm. where they were under Sean Payton. Sean Payton loves loves Bill Belichick. Yeah, he does everything Bill Belichick does. Hell, I was there for a year. We went up there and practiced against them. Went to New England and practiced against them for a week. They do it often. It is crazy how much time he want to spend with Bill Belichick. Mm, okay. So I can see where them two sitting in an office, the respect factor for Bill Belichick comes up. Yes, I don't like it because I think it throws a little wrench into my, let's get Justin Fields down to Atlanta. You know, mm. that's I, I think it, it, it throws a wrench in there. I do too. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Bill Belichick wants uh wants Justin Fields. No, I I think he would. I mean, he's a Tyson Bajan guy. Huh? He's a Tyson yeah. Bajan guy. That's, yes, that's, that's, <laughs> yes, we'll we'll come in and say, "Hey, man, give me a second for Justin Fields." He's like, "I got a six rounder for for Bajan." Now he, yeah. he'll come yeah. back. He'll come back with yeah. some crazy shit. You so, but he, but he you also to buy one, give one. You're right, but he, he, I, I don't. I, I thought it was bullcrap that um that he was gonna give up that power to bring in the talent and make those calls. So it didn't surprise me when he ended up leaving. But now you're gonna come down here where they have a general manager, a former GM on staff, like, and now he's gonna have to listen to them. I don't. I don't. I don't see work. that happening. Gonna he's work. gonna go somewhere where he's gonna have all the control or. I just don't think he'll do it. Like, I, I don't. He's going to need all the control. If Sean Payton gets all the control, Bill Belichick going to get all the control. Uh, Mike Tomlin walked out of a press conference when asked, and, you know, you got to get on your deal. Look, let me ask you, because this is, I love this. I love this because you and I, different careers, right? <laughs> but we they, they intersect. 
I understand why she asked the question because you got to get him on the record. And I also understand why he walked out because it's like, hey, man, you know, I'm Mike Tomlin. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't have to answer these questions. There's been three of us here in the entirety of this, in, this franchise. Uh-huh. So, you know, right. um, but do you think the winning seasons or the 17 winning seasons are overstated or understated in terms of future worth? I'm going to say anything positive that people talk about is an overstatement for future because it doesn't matter what you did in the past. Nobody, nobody really cares. Yeah, it's great to talk about. It's great to, yeah, okay, great. You, you've done this, but this year, what have you done? Because you have to prove it every single year, just like players have to prove it every year. They should have to prove it every year. Um, and by the way, I think he did a great job because he had Mason Rudolph quarterbacking a playoff team. I think he did a great yes. job this year. Absolutely. I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. But I, I don't think they're, I don't think they're, um, <sighs> their ways don't really change. Right. They play great defense. They run the football. Like they'll find a receiver every now and then that they'll have. And if they get lucky and they mm-hmm. got big Ben, they got a few, they always have a decent tight, decent, to good tight end. So their way of winning doesn't change. So they just plug and play. They have a great system. They plug and play, put the players in and they just play. So I don't think I don't really think he goes anywhere unless he wants to. But why would he? Like everything's there for him. I mean, he has. It is. Would you I tell you what, there's four worse places Brown? for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, yeah right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. this is the president of the Matt Eberflus fan club saying this, by the way. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. He's gone. Oh, so yeah, he's he's, gone. no, no, no. You said that too fast then. So what would make you nervous? No. What would make you mm-hmm. nervous? What would make me nervous? Uh, fifth pick? Fourth pick? First pick? No, 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 because I got I still got a number one pick. Oh, okay. So, I'm good. so you so, yeah, okay. Yeah. You house so the, money. So okay. The, yeah, I'm gone. Yeah. And then, then I still I, I can still now, now you I can slide, I know, you can slide you can slide Matt to the D coordinator and say, enjoy yourself where you're supposed to I, be. Because even Matt gonna understand. <laughs> well, I mean, it is Mike Tomlin, like <laughs> Even Matt <laughs> gonna understand. You might as well let him raise your kids saying shit like that. <laughs> well, I understand. You know, he is a better man than I am. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, listen, like sometimes, sometimes you just know. Like, you gotta know. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> hey, I, I did this, so I did it twice now, Jay. Jay, I went through it twice. The Bears, some 2010 April. A- actually, happened on April Fool's Day. Happened on April Fool's Day. My agent called me, tell me, go, uh, they're going to cut me. It's like, damn. They're going to either cut me uh, or trade me. Like, damn, all right. But they bring in Julius Peppers. All right, okay. I, I mean, I get it. I get it. I, okay. I mean, they, they just want to pay them 90 million. You're sitting there like I've a fan, seen, like, you know I've what? That's a good Phil. move, to be honest with you. That, you know what? I, I was hoping That's to crazy. play on the opposite side of him. That's crazy. I was, I was hoping to play on the opposite side of him, but hey, I, I, get, I, it, get, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so, and then, and then I get to the Saints. So I get to the Saints, and uh, they draft this kid, 
And I'm like, damn, all right. Cam Jordan. Oh, shit. Well, well, all right. Well, shit. Okay, <laughs> yep. Okay. Late. I, I mean, we, we talking about two Hall of Famers. The game is the game. Yeah, the game is the game. We talking yeah. about two Hall of Famers here, and it's like, do I do I still believe I can play? Sure, yeah, I think I can play, but I mean, I I don't think I'm better than them two. Like, I got you. Nah, 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 nah. Some people are like takes a man, takes a man. I to do get that. it. I get what people saying and I, how they. Oh, you got to believe in yourself and believe. Man, Pep six seven two ninety. He run four five. Stop it. Like, who, what? No. He's one of the greatest athletes in sports history. Yes, in sports history, this man had a hundred and this man got a hundred and sixty sacks, and I'm still not convinced he even liked football. <laughs> he, he like I'm talking about play the game because. He was cold. He was just good at it. Yeah. Not that he loved it. He was just good at it. All right, I'll, I'll do this. Like, what? Like, what? In, bro, I spent my whole life thinking about this moment. He just started thinking about it last week. And he is excellent. See, in high school, like, you know what? I, I mean, I, I don't want to pay for college, so I might as well just go ahead and be great. Correct. <laughs> yes. It's like, no, like, people like that. Like, there are people out there like that, and I have to, like, I'm, I truly had this conversation with my son about trying to be the best at everything. It's like, well, there are some people out there that's just going to be better than you at something. Mm -hmm. But the the key is to be the best on your team at something. Mm. That way they keep you. Because mm. when they need that, they go to you. Now, if you can have two or three of those things, okay, you're good to go. But shit, like, nah, I, I don't think less of me because I give respect to two guys that's going to go into the Football Hall of Fame. And when right. people say, they're like, oh, Alex, man, dog, you should, man, they should have your jersey retired. Okay, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> like, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nah, dog. Like, hey, I'm not, hey, I hey, 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 top, top, top seven in, in, in sacks yeah. in, in Bears history now. Hold on now. Hold on now. <laughs> like, hold on now. Hold on, Jay. Hold on. You said top seven? You said top it's, seven? It's top five? My bad. Top four, cuz. My, 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 my bad, my bad, my fault. My fault, God, man. My fault. I apologize. I'm having a rough one. My bad. I didn't mean to disrespect you. <laughs> oh, my nah, God. Oh, my I have God. to shut some of that stuff down, man. Like, the college thing was cool. The college thing was great. And I hope, hopefully, some of that stuff come out. Because um, I did. I think I had a way better college career than I had an NFL career. But. I think I had a pretty damn decent NFL say, career, you know? You played in the league so, for nine years, yeah. dog. Like, Correct. stop. <laughs> Cut <Correct>. it out. This is so funny you mentioned that. It, it's so many times we're talking to my whole boys, and they're like, ah, oh, man, you know, this guy, this guy, this guy, bum, this guy, that guy, this guy was only in the league for eight years. I'm like, dog, do you know what it is to, to, <laughs> to get drafted and then for them to want you back? Like, a lot of people get drafted, and a lot of people yeah. end up on their mama's porch after three years of a lot of people you feel yes. me that's why i respect mm -hmm. it i respect because then you know if you have a great i was talking to kendall gill about this uh last night during the during the game it's like man kg played for 15 years 15 like it's a that's a decade and a half and then the the kicker is they drop you on your head if you great 
at 37 and say, hey, go live the rest of your life, by the way. Go, 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 go live the rest of your life. The, the thing that you love the most, that you did the best. Hey, by the way, you got yeah. 45 more years to go figure things out <laughs> because yeah. that's over now. Like, man, that's I, over. I always, I always root for the players. I always do. Get every dollar that you can. Get every, penny. every moment that you can. Hey, no, mm-hmm. these fans is rooting for laundry. I know fans hate to hear it, but they know y'all know they rooting for laundry and and mm-hmm. and you 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 mfing them one day and the next day you're hugging them and, and, and giving them a free steak dinner so Jalen hurts but, <laughs> hey hey being, being, yeah. being, being pretty and humble ain't working on uh, this week okay <laughs> you know what I mean? he was the world's sexiest man right. last year now that boy he yep. can't get a philly cheesesteak to save his life boy he gotta send somebody else in to go get his shit now you know what I'm Hey, hey, baby, go, 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 get it, go, go in the chicken and peas. Give me a steak sandwich real quick. They gonna spit in my shit. Go ahead. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt. AB, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you always, for baby. everything, sure. for everything. I yeah. appreciate you as uh-huh. always, man. Thank you for joining us as always, and uh, we'll get this thing going next week. Hopefully, we can have two good games next weekend. I'm, I'm rooting for two good games next weekend. There's two good games, but don't just don't let your definition of good game, Jay, be. 35 to 30. Like, it's that's not, a good game in a 17 not, to 13 game. I'm down. I'm down. Okay. Listen, okay. I am down for low-scoring games. I just need them to okay. be well-played. I need coaches <laughs> to understand that if you ain't got that dude, his ass shouldn't be the star of the game. Okay? If you got, if you have Justin all Fields across the line. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, don't do bad. that. Don't see? All right, Alex. See? <laughs> Goodbye, Alex. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. I'll catch you later, player. No, 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 you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. He, he already gone, Alex. Y'all, y'all, y'all going to get Caleb Williams. And and I'm telling you now, because I'm going to play the other side of this thing. I am telling everyone now, if he ain't Joe Montana off the rip, that's y'all ass. I am lighting everybody on fire. If, if, we, if we go to the playoffs next year. Oh, I'm down. Oh, I'm down. Oh yeah, orange and blue. You on the, you on the boat? Oh, I'm on but the you, boat. But but then the next year, if he struggle, you can't jump off the nah, boat. No, 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 no. Come on, man. Hey, listen, okay, listen. Right, I've been right. watching. I've been watching Bears football <laughs> since since Captain Comeback Jim Harbaugh was the quarterback. Before that, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I didn't see Steve Stenstrom and and Danny oh. Werfel and and Steve mm-hmm. Walsh and Peter Tom Willis and Moses Moreno and Shane oh. Matthews and Cade McNabb. Peter Tom Willis. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. PT Cruiser. I had You already know. You already know. Shout out to the National Sports Media Association uh, for naming Jason Benetti the sportscaster of the year. Just just another nail in the Uh, White Sox coffin. Just, 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 just another reason. Just another. If, if, if your left ball was feeling, you know, normal after the right ball got kicked, just, just another, you know, just accurately aimed kick in the nuts for White Sox fans, as as the the, the National Sports Media Association names the the play by play guy who was the voice of your team, the voice of your squad. Names him the sportscaster of the year. And oh, by the way, he will be doing that for the Detroit Tigers for the foreseeable future. Just a, just another, you know, feel-good moment.
for all White Sox fans out there. Also, shout out to our guy, Kevin Fishbane, friend of the show, who gets uh, Sports Writer of the Year, right? You know, we know how to pick them here at, at the full go. Shout out to Tony and Kyle Yo, and Chris, man. Fish. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Fish, man. You know, that, that reserved humor, that dry wit, huh? That sarcasm, huh? He's a terrific writer. Terrific writer. So shout out to Kevin Fishbane. And of course, shout out to our guy, Jason Benetti, friends of the show. Uh, hell, Benetti was on one of the first episodes. So uh, we love him. We appreciate him. And uh, we will be listening from afar and rooting for that man because uh, he is the absolute goods. All right. So the Bears have interviewed uh, a, a few dudes. All right. Greg Roman came in here and told them what to do with Justin Fields. And he's like, all right, great. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for removing yourself from the running for this job. <laughs> Because pretty much everyone said that if Greg Roman comes in here after his time with Lamar Jackson is to tell you what you should be doing with Justin Fields. Apparently, he is a big Justin Fields fan, so that takes him off the uh, the list in terms of possible Bears offensive coordinators. Greg Olson, is that the 60-year-old dude? If I'm not mistaken, that's the, that's the oldest dude of the, all of hey, I'm, yeah, that's... I'm not an ageist, but... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I need somebody. Yeah, not the bro- not the former tight end. No, 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 not the not the amazing broadcaster and uh, you know former Carolina Panthers and of course Chicago Bears tight end Greg Olson. By the way, how about Mike Martz jumping on local radio here saying it's a goddamn lie that I had that man traded. Meanwhile, the person that traded him, uh, former scout on the team and a former player on the team, all came out and was like, "Yeah, Mike Martz got Greg Olson traded, y'all." So, so shout out to Mike Martz for. For, for whatever reason, lying still, uh, you know, 10, 12, 15 years later. It's like, hey. Somebody told a lie one day. Hey, man. Hey, I'm with him. I'm with him. You know, <laughs> deny it till you die. You know, Mike Martz would be a great wingman. <laughs> have y'all seen that? Uh, have y'all seen that? That uh, I don't know if it's like a real or a meme. Not a meme, but like a video of the dude who uh, had his girlfriend call his best friend. And while he's in the room with her, yeah, it's a hilarious, hilarious video. And, and it starts off with the caption saying, wingman of the year. And uh, <clears throat> this this young lady calls her her uh, man's best friend and goes, hey, is, you know, Charlie with you? And <laughs> my man, without missing a beat, is like, yeah, Charlie's always with me. Now, Charlie is in the room with her. Right. And Charlie's sitting there pumping his fist like, oh, that's my guy. And this dude doesn't know that Charlie is right there with her. And he's sitting there telling her, oh, yeah, we chilling here playing a game. She says to him, hey, can you put him on the phone? My man says, hold on, let me go get him. <laughs> and that's where the video ends. Now, I'm saying to myself, Charlie, why would you line yourself up like that? Why, for the sake of content or video, would you line yourself up like that? Because after all the, the fun and frivolity are over, you're going to have some planning to do. Okay? Um, <clears throat> I will say this. That has happened one time with me. Uh, and it was, you know, it was a burgeoning friendship or relationship. Uh, and I didn't know, you know, I didn't know my man was out here like that. And, <laughs> and we was out hanging out. and. You know, his uh, 
his, his boot thing, looked over at me and was like, what was y'all on last night? And I knew that I hadn't seen that man in over a week. And I was like, oh, you know, we just chill. You know, we just hanging out, you know, doing what players do. You know, light night, low key. You know, I think he fell asleep on the couch, to be honest with you, right? You know, I fell, I, I went, I just went in, took it in. So, you know, he might've left early, something like that. Next thing you know, I get a little, you know, that little solidarity dap underneath the table. You know what I mean? He's like, ah, I appreciate you playing. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. I'm going to be shit one day, but, you know, it ain't going to be right now. It ain't going to be right now. You know, and, and fellas, ladies do it too. Don't get it twisted. They just have a, a more covert, uh, more sinister way of doing that, you know. And when I say sinister, we all know what I'm talking about because we all know, fellas, you know, ain't, ain't nothing like thinking that your queen is being touched by somebody else, boy. That, you talk about a pain not felt by anybody else than a man? Yeah. You know, and, and ladies, I'm not discounting your pain when that thing happens, but whoo, you want to see a man ripped to shreds? <laughs> tell him, <laughs> tell him, tell him that them sweet nothings is being whispered into somebody else's ear. Oh my God. You'll see a whole soul leave a man's body. Kidding me? I don't know how we got here off of Jason Benetti and, and Kevin Fishbane and Greg Olson being 60 and Mike Marsh line, but I'm glad we did get here. And that's kind of the essence of the full goal, to be honest with you. Bulls talk with Jason Goff on the full goal. Flies in with a two-handed slam dunk. Brought to you by The Ringer, a Spotify original. So I got some news uh, maybe about 36 hours ago now that we're taping here at, what, 10 o'clock on a, uh, a beautiful Tuesday evening. Um, so when I spoke about Michael Jordan and the – a ring of honor ceremony. And I talked about how LeBron and Steph and clay and Draymond, when they get celebrated are probably going to be at their, uh, ring of honor ceremonies, whatever those teams choose to name them or whatever kind of, uh, event they choose to put on, you know, a, a decade from now or seven or eight years from now, when them dudes are no longer in the game, I usually cover myself and mention unforeseen circumstances or extenuating circumstances when it comes to people not being somewhere or just, you know, leaving yourself some wiggle room for life to happen. And the word that I've gotten, and I won't pass it along uh, in detail here, but there might've been some extenuating circumstances surrounding Michael Jordan, not being at the ring of honor ceremony. And from what I've gathered from, uh, people in the know uh is that there were some extenuating circumstances there there was a legitimate reason why he couldn't be there and there's a couple of re and, and if you go back and watch the, the the film he says that he's bummed twice uh and if what i was hearing uh links up to what may be happening or may uh he may be going through um and, and mind you by the way it's nothing like sinister or nothing you know outlandish or anything like that so i don't want to put on but also don't want to violate privacy as well but um you know uh yeah so if that is the truth if some of the things that i've heard are the truth then yes there there probably worse there probably is and you know there's some extenuating circumstances let's just put it like that there's some things that you know that if we had to deal with them then we probably wouldn't be able to make it as well and if that isn't the truth then you know see previous text 
right? <laughs> like see, see previous episode when I said what I said and felt how I felt, but I also want to leave room for being human. You know, we talk about it a lot on this pod about not just viewing athletes as numbers on a Jersey or statistics in a book or, you know, uh, um, faces in a media guide, like life goes on, life happens. And, um, you know, I hope everything is good with Michael and his family. And, you know, I hope that what I heard and what I'm hearing that it isn't happening. And if it is happening, like I said, you know, I hope everything is going to be good or good with him and his family and the circumstances, uh, that I, you know, that were relayed to me about what might have been going on at the time when it was time for him to come make it to the ceremony. So I wanted to put that out there because, you know, when you hear things and when you feel things in terms of just being a human and you put yourself in people's shoes, you know, it's far too many times we get behind these microphones. And I won't say we, because I try my hardest not to. And it's probably why I'm not like, you know, one of these carnival barker, uh, podcasters or radio hosts where it's just like scream things about people. And if you don't have any content, then get personal because that way you can get a click. We don't need clicks around here. Everything's okay in our world. And to prove that uh, we want to be as human as possible. So uh, if those circumstances are true, then it's completely understandable why uh, Mike didn't make it to the ring of honor ceremony. So I just wanted to get that out there. Uh, I wasn't told to get it out there by anyone, you know, in, you know, in, in, in Mike's camp or anybody in the bulls camp. So I don't, you know, y'all know me like <laughs> it's the other thing too, man. I, every once in a while, I still get people who like, Oh, well you just covering for this. or you just covering for that. Hey y'all. Hey, 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 have y'all, have y'all witnessed my career? Uh, do, do you think that I wouldn't be much, I, I'm a talented dude. Let's, let's not get it twisted. I'm a talented dude, but do you think I would not be much further into superstardom if I was just the ass kisser or water carrier for teams or organizations or camps of people like, come on now, uh, you know, to my detriment, I, you know, try to stand on shit that I probably shouldn't be standing on at times. So, you know, let's, let's, you know, let's keep it cute and understand that there are, there are instances where I am wrong or I find out that I might be wrong. And I want to address it here on the platform that I get uh, quality control over. And if I don't have quality control over it, then I blame it on Chris, Tony and Kyle and we keep it moving. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, like I said, hopefully everything is good with him and his people. And uh, if that what I heard might be going on is true, um, then it's completely understandable why he didn't make uh, the Ring of Honor. So there it is. And I hope I'm not going to get people snooping around his business and all that. And it's probably going to be the case, but I just wanted to make sure that I put it out there uh, from this platform that, you know, we understand things and, you know, um, things happen, things happen. So um, it still would have been a weird night <laughs> because I think people still would have booed in the fashion that they did, unfortunately. And it would have been marred by that. But of course his presence would have, uh, you know, would have been the, the you know, the, the uplifting one. Uh, instead, we got an ovation for Phil Jackson, who, you know, <laughs> out of all the people, <laughs> there's some, uh, 
some some odd odd choices in terms of statements over the last decade or half decade or so from your boy Phil Jackson. So once again, hoping everything is cool with Michael and uh, the people around him, and you know we'll, we'll go forward. Uh, you only get one of those nights, you know. So uh, if if he were to miss it, um, you know it, it probably was for a good reason, and we'll just leave it at that. It's Chicago in the house. Let me hear you say yeah. Yo, you listening to the Full Golf Podcast with my man Jason Golf. It's your boy Dave Jeff. Holla at y'all. Much love. That's all the time we have for episode 341 of the Full Go Podcast. I want to thank my production staff before I thank the guests because, whoo, our guy Kyle Williams is going to have a doozy editing this one, boy. Shout out to him and Chris Sutton. They are both going to be exceptional on this one. And of course, the dad, the myth, the legend is going to be able to skate because he has his baby as a shield for the next 18 years. Tony Gill, our guy. Uh, thank you to my guys. They, they don't understand how much I appreciate them at all times and uh thank you to our guests he joins us every tuesday he is alex brown good on number 96 we we chopped it up about bear stuff and of course the nfl playoffs the super fantabulous wild card weekend that had one game out of the six that were easy even watchable uh so shout out to the nfl for putting on a substandard product and being viewed as a communist if you question it as such every once in a while so you know Thanks to our guy, Alex Brown. And thanks to y'all. We appreciate y'all, as always. Thank you so much for downloading this thing. Thank you for subscribing to it. Thanking for, thanking you for uh, following us on the socials. You know, if you're doing that, we appreciate you. Don't follow too closely. I can see you weirdos who like, like, nine pictures in a row. You know, it's like, hey, man. <laughs> Just ease up, player. <laughs> you can't like that many pictures in a row and make me not call the police on you. So just know that happens anytime that happens, okay? And now what I'm going to do is the, 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 the blood is going to be in the water and the shark's going to come out and start liking every picture going back to 2018. It's going to piss me off. So go ahead and do what y'all do anyway. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it, but hey, there's a lot of things I shouldn't mention on this pod. And then I find out the next day that I shouldn't have mentioned it. So there it is. Uh, shout out to y'all for following us on the socials. And of course, rating and reviewing us, giving us the five stars you know we need. If not, we will see you in the streets. And I've been seeing more of y'all in the streets because I've been outside in the streets a little bit more and people are running into us saying, hey man, Love the pod. Love what y'all do. We have spent many a night in the United Center over the last couple of weeks. And I can't tell you the number of people who have come up to me on the concourse and say, the pod gets me through the day. Uh, when we do extra long ones, it gets me through my week. Um, so thank y'all, right? Because I'm just sitting here talking to my partners and y'all tune in. So I, I truly appreciate y'all engagement uh, every time you do so. Uh, we will catch y'all on Thursday. Looking forward to that because guess what? There's no Bulls basketball until Thursday. It's a nationally televised game, so I don't have to go into work. So I could be fan golf, okay? So I'm going to come in here on Thursday night and uh, kick the bobos with y'all like a true fan should and would and talk about things that, uh, you know, a professional doesn't, which is pretty much the last 341 episodes of this thing. So we will hit y'all on Thursday. As always, we'll leave you with this. Take care of each other. Be safe. And remember to stay sucker free, y'all.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. That's 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLING.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelpline.321. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 